This is the Mutual Audio Network. Shut up and listen. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Battery was originally released May 31st, 2009. Hello there, and welcome to Bells in the Battery, episode 89, as we sneak up on that 100 mark. Today we have Mr. Wizard featured, and a very, very important interview. So, let's get things started. I have a couple of guests in the studio today. Let's uh, start with the larger of the two, and you are wearing a black fuzzy outfit. Yes, uh, yes, what does I this am. signify? It signifies that I am the green skunk. Well, the outfit is black, though. Ah, you see, but you do not observe. The uh, stripe down the back is green. Not white? No, not white. Okay, it's green. So you are the green skunk. Yes. What is a green skunk? I am a champion of justice. So you're a judge? No. A lawyer? No, I am a superhero. Ah, a superhero. Yes, well... Why are you here? I heard that you were changing formats of this show. What? On the 100th episode. No, I'm not changing So I decided it. I should come here and present myself as an option. Uh-huh. A superhero series unlike any that have ever been heard. I see. A man who wears a mask and protects his city. Like the Red Panda. No, it's not at all like the Red Panda. How do you figure that? Well, for one thing, this isn't in Canada. Not in Canada. This is in the United States. I see. You'll notice I say about instead of a boot. Mm-hmm. In fact, it could be... Right here in this city. So you're saying that you're an unemployed crime fighter looking for work? No, no, no. I would not say that. As accurate as that may be. Excuse me. Hmm? Can I say something here, please? Uh, who is this? That is my brave sidekick. I'm not a sidekick. Polecat. Oh. I call him Little Stinky. Don't call me that. I couldn't help but notice that you wear pretty much identical costumes, except that you're much bigger than he is. Yes, well, that's because I am the leader of this duo. He's only the leader because he's bigger than I am, and he sounds better. Is that true? Oh, yes, I definitely sound better. We decided... We decided? ...that I should be the spokesperson for the group because of my mellifluous tones. Oh, what a load. What's your side of the story, little stinker? Well, you see, we don't call me little stinker, please. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go right ahead. I invented the costumes. I invented the armament. I came up with the whole idea. But we went to an agent, and he said that if we're going to put our adventures on the air, then I couldn't be the person that does the hero's voice. A sad tale, but basically true. So I am the leader of this duo. I'm the leader. You're just the spokesperson. Gentlemen, 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 what do you do as a duo? I we. don't say we. Remember, we're not Canadian. Huh. Have the amazing power to stop criminals in their tracks with um, my stink power. I haven't thought of a better name for it yet. So that's why you're dressed as a skunk. Yes. Criminals are a cowardly, superstitious oh, lot. Oh, great. Alert the lawyers. And if I appear to them as a visage of something they fear, like a skunk, I can defeat them more readily. Why have I never heard of you? Because we work quietly under the cover of darkness. He means we're night watchmen ah. at the library uh-huh. in Mobile, Alabama. And that's where you fight crime with your stink power? If there's any crime to fight, not a whole lot of people break in there, but Nancy was nice enough to give us this job. Do and- not give away too much, stink boy. Stink? Where did that come from? I'm starting to prefer polecat or even little stinker. I don't suppose you'd want to... Demonstrate our powers? Yes. Definitely not. Nuh-uh. No. 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 Imagine my relief. So, um, 
what is it you wanted to get across to the audience today? Ah, I thought I had made myself clear. We would like to be the protectors of the Bat-Free. Protectors of the Bat-Free? Your own personal crime fighters keeping an eye on things, making sure ne'er-do-wells and evildoers do not succeed in their nefarious plans. So you want to be my night, night watchman. watchman. Yes. And day watchman, too. Well, we really don't uh, need a night watchman superhero crime fighter at the moment. Uh, Before you answer rashly, I would like to make the following proposition. We will guard your premises for one week for free. You can see how we do. Then decide if you'd like to hire us. I thought crime fighters fought crime for free. Welcome to reality, fella. These costumes do not come cheap. Nor the armaments within. Which reminds me, where is it? Is what? The armaments, the stink launcher. Oh, well, it's, uh... uh, It's right where you'd expect it to be. Under the tail? It's the only place it fits. Yeah, look, I really don't need superhero you guys. You want to know that we're there. Come, Polecat. We have a job to do. Yeah, free job. Quickly, to the rooftop. I'll get the ladder. We'll be back after this. Honey, I'd love to have some hot dogs for lunch, but I don't have time to boil water. You don't need any time. Just pop open that can. All right. Wow, it's filled with boiling water. That's ready, boil. Just drop those hot dogs in and you're cooking. Yes, it's the modern kitchen miracle, ready boil. 24 ounces of water already boiling. Just open it up and drop in what you want to cook. Hot dogs, vegetables, noodles. And ready boil is also perfect for instant coffee and hot chocolate. Nice and hot. Wash dishes in a flash. Get rid of ice. Ready Boil is even handy for emergencies. This woman's about to have a baby. Somebody boil me some water. No need. We have Ready Boil. Put that can down and push. So the next time you want boiling water really fast, open a can of Ready Boil. Hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Never let the can or contents of Ready Boil come in contact with the skin. Only open Ready Boil in an open area with no people or animals within a 20-foot radius. Occasional Ready Boil containers may explode in storage. Do not open Ready Boil after expiration date. When approaching expiration date, dispose of Ready Boil in a federally approved toxic waste site. Ready Boil may cause Burns, blisters, boils, peeling flesh, hallucinations, and death. Not for internal use. If ready, boil or swallow, force feed dry ice to the victim and call a doctor immediately. Then clear the area and take cover. It's time now for my next guest. Timmy Willoughby has been called the quiet genius by many. You may not know him, but you know a lot of what he has brought to the world. But I'll get to that in just a moment. Timmy only speaks once every 10 years. For a little background, here's a piece that a cable television network did on Timmy Willoughby. Silent genius or quiet nut job? Timmy was born in 1969 to parents Buzzman and Flower Willoughby in the Hydashbury section of San Francisco. Dude, like when he was two years old, he would do the New York Times crossword puzzle in five minutes. Then I'd try to potty train him. Timmy did not speak a word until he was ten years old. He was like doing his thing, man. Yes. Or not doing his thing. Right. Which was his thing. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Drag. On his 10th birthday, Timmy walked into a meeting of the physicists of America, got behind the podium, and spoke for the first time in his life. In his 10-minute address, he described revolutionary concepts that led the way to such advances as the cell phone, the internet, the Hubble telescope, and Splenda artificial sweetener. Unfortunately, there were no cameras or recorders in the room, so all we have left of his speech is hastily scribbled notes by noted physicists. It was crazy. We were hammering back a few cold ones, and this kid comes in and starts talking about things we never dreamed of. I was taking notes on the tablecloth. I got six patents off that tablecloth. Since that time, Timmy has only spoken once every ten years. Where will Timmy speak in 2009? That is the big question. 
I'm Wally Wankel with the Fluff News Network. We decide you listen. Nine years ago, I started corresponding via email with Timmy Willoughby. I also corresponded another way, but I can't tell you what that way is because it's top secret. But in a few years, boy, are you going to be surprised. It took Timmy a while to warm up to me, but uh, eventually I convinced him that when he speaks this year to speak on Bells in the Battery. In fact, he's here now. Part of the agreement was not to advertise this fact. Timmy likes to choose his venues, and he chose this with the understanding that nobody would be pre-warned. Timmy only speaks once every 10 years, and he's going to speak to us now. Timmy, I am honored that you chose my show to make your one presentation that you make every 10 years. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, uh, you're welcome. Uh, who's Timmy? Aren't you Timmy Willoughby? No, no, I'm Clyde Lumpkin. How do you do? But you're supposed to be Timmy. I mean, Timmy Willoughby was in the in the in the waiting area. Oh, you mean the little nerdy guy with the thick glasses? <laughs> yeah, I told him to hit the road. I needed to come in and talk to you. You you you, you told him to leave? Yeah, what I got to talk to you about is pretty important. Important? What he was going to say could have changed the world. Yeah, fine. Just bring him in again next week. Anyway, what no, I needed that, to talk to you about? That's the point. I can't bring him in next week. He only talks once every. When you told him to leave. Did he say anything? No, no, he didn't say anything. Oh, thank heavens. He still hadn't spoken. That means we can still... Except goodbye. He said goodbye? Yeah, he said goodbye. He spoke? Yeah, just goodbye. We waited 10 years, and the revelations we get from Timmy Willoughby are... Goodbye? I wouldn't sweat it. He wasn't much of a speaker. He's pretty quiet. And what is it? You wanted to talk to us about... Well, I'm a, a Secret Service agent in the Obama administration, and uh, Mrs. Obama, Michelle, uh, would like to visit a podcast sometime soon. I see. Does she know the answers to the riddles of the universe? Oh, yeah. She dresses great. Anyway, she's got to decide on one and just kind of pop in to show, of course, that the Obama family uh, understands the little guy, which would be you podcasters, and maybe do a quick interview and then be out of her way. So she hadn't decided which one to go to? No. Or when to go to it? No. Or what she'll say when she gets there? No. That's the plan. That's a plan? She just wants to relate to the average podcast. All right, all right. How will I know if she's coming here? We'll give you a Hopefully in plenty of time. Hey, we're organized. We're the government. Just forget I said I that. I already have. I'm getting a message that we're ready to go to our remote microphones live to Mr. Wizard. Hello, everybody. Well, Billy's no longer with me, and Beth is no longer with me, but that doesn't get me down. I'm taking the show to the public. I've chosen a house at random, and I'm going to teach the folks who live here a lesson in science. Yes, may I help? Hi, I'm Mr. Wizard. Hello. Mind if I come in? Thank well, you. What a lovely home. At the door, Some wizard. Would you know what to do if a tornado struck? We haven't had a tornado here. I've since. taken the liberty of preparing a simulated tornado emergency to see how well you do. Tornado what? Stimulation, I think. Activate the wind machine. Activate the wind machine. The first thing you may notice is that the wind can blow debris through your windows. Cue the debris. At this point, you should be taking shelter in a middle room with no windows. 
If you don't mind flying away with your house like in The Wizard of Oz, I recommend you get a Mr. Wizard brand tornado shelter. 55-gallon drums with all the original toxic waste scrubbed right out. Here, hop in. I don't think we can both fit There's in this There's not thing. enough room. You can both fit if you squeeze in. There you go. Okay, let me put the lid on. There we go. Can you hear me in there? No. I can't breathe. Now, experts used to suggest that you open all your windows in a tornado. But recently, it has been discovered that it's best to close your windows because the wind can come into the windows and lift your roof right off. Since your windows are already broken from the debris, this point is moot. Cue the crane. And there goes the roof. Well, I hope you enjoyed this demonstration of science in action. Tell you what, if you like the Mr. Wizard brand tornado shelter, just don't come out. And I'll just conveniently deduct the price of it right out of your checking account, using the information in this checkbook here on this desk. Open the lid. Yeah, I knew you'd want to keep it. This is Mr. Wizard saying so long. Thank you, Mr. Wizard. That was just... Spiffy Keen. All right, uh, I appear to have another guest. I have no idea who you are, sir. Please tell me. I am Felix Devereaux. I am a writer of uh, best-selling books. Every book you've written has become a bestseller? No. No? No. I take bestsellers and I reimagine them for modern times. So you rewrite existing books? Not rewrite, you pedestrian dog pui pui. I'm talking about reimagining. Taking the concepts that the books had originally and turning it into something for now, for today's readers. Mm-hmm. And how do you choose the book that you're going to reimagine? The more the book has sold, the more I want to reimagine it. Uh-huh. I assume that you've brought one of your books with you. Yes, I have. In fact, I have brought along the audiobook version of this book. Audiobook? Did I not just say that? Am I the only one listening to uh, me here? No, no, fine. Just go on. Put this in your set player. What? Your CD player. My what? Your CD player. Oh, my CD player. Right, okay. You will now hear a portion of my greatest work, Dick and Jane. Dick and Jane? You mean... The adult years. Oh, boy. Hello, Jane. You are home, Dick. Yes. I am home. Why did you come home? I came home to play. I do not want to play. You do not want to play? No, I do not want to play. Where is Spot? I do not see Spot. Where is Spot? Why do you want Spot? I want to play with Spot. I do not know where Spot is. I see Spot. Come here, Spot. Let us play. Run, Spot, run! I see Spot, run! Run, Spot, run and play! See Spot, run! See Spot, run! <laughs> I cannot play with Spot. Spot has run. I want to play! You will not play. Playtime is over. Playtime? Is over? Playtime is over. Would you like a drink? I would like a drink. Here is a drink. I have a drink. Drink, Jane. Drink. 
Where is Puff? You monster. Okay, hold it, hold it, hold it. Just turn off the CD. Just turn it off right now. What is this? This is a new direction for your podcast. What? When you change formats, oh, for crying you up. can go... I am not changing formats. I see. That is what you say. It is what I say because it is the way it is. I'm not changing formats. You do not wish to appeal to a more adult audience. Just go. You are a sad little man. I'm bigger than you are. Get out of here. Perhaps you would like to show me how big you Fine, are. I'll just pick you up in a senior pinch and throw you out the door here. And here's your silly beret. Okay, Bill. Pull yourself together. Get calm. Answer the phone. Yeah, hello. It's a go. What's a go? She's a go. Who's a go? Michelle. Ma Bell? Mrs. Obama, she's coming to your podcast. What? When? Right now. Look sharp. But I... She's coming here? What, what should I do? Should I clean up? Should I... Hello? Hi, Mr. Bell. This is Arnie. Arnie, I don't really have time right now There's to... There's something strange going on out here, Mr. Bell. Out here? Out where? Where? What? What? Where? I'm in front of the battery building, Mr. Bell. I've been here for a while, just kind of chewing the fat with this kid. You're outside in front of the building right now, Arnie? That's what I was trying to tell you, Mr. Bell. I was talking to Timmy. She's and... coming, Arnie. She's coming here. Who's coming here? Michelle. Ma Bell? The president's wife. Oh, that would explain what's going on out here, Mr. Bell. What's going on out there? Well, this big limousine oh, my. surrounded by all sorts of police motorcycles and big black SUVs and helicopters in the air and guys in black suits yeah. with dark glasses yeah. all over the place. Uh-huh. It's pulling up to the front of the building. Oh my gosh, that's her, that's her. T- t- tell me what's happening, Arnie. Tell me what's happening. Okay, the limousine is driving up to the front door, Mr. Bell. The door's opening. Uh-huh. This lady's getting out. Ooh, she's nicely dressed. Uh-huh. And she's waving at everybody. Wow. And the, the guys in the black suits are keeping people away. Uh-huh. And now she's walking up yeah. the walk. Yeah. She's going to the front door yeah. of the building. Building, Mr. Bell. Oh, she's got to come in. I'm going to get to meet her. I'm going to get to interview her. She's reaching for the doorknob and... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh, Arnie. That's really strange. What's really strange? Well, this guy that's dressed like a big black chipmunk has jumped from the roof to land right in front of her. Oh, no. That's funny. He's turning no. around. No. He's bending over. No. You have been listening to episode 89. of Bells in the Bat Free. All contents are copyright 2009 by John Bell. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free... We introduce the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.